Hi, everyone. Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. February 1st is the beginning of the Lunar New Year, and we've officially entered the Year of the Tiger. The tiger is considered king of the 12 animals on the Chinese zodiac, and it represents strength and bravery. Lunar New Year is celebrated by billions of people in China, South Korea, Vietnam, and other Southeast Asian countries, as well as descendants of those cultures around the world. Chris Chan joins me today. Chris is the Director of Council Communications at the City of San Diego, and he's also a member of the San Diego Chinese Historical Museum. Well, Chris, thanks so much for joining me on San Diego News Fix. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Well, I wanted to talk to you because you wrote a really great essay for the opinion section at the UT um, about Chinese American history in downtown San Diego. And and I want to get to that and have you share more about that. But but first, I was wondering, you're a first generation American. Would you share some of your family history with me? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My and I as I was doing this uh, article, I learned a little bit more about it. Um, I found out that my great grandfather on my mother's side actually worked on the railroads, uh, building of the railroads near in the Sacramento area. Um, And then afterwards, they went to Boston. Um, And then my grandfather was in China and he left China to come here. I had always learned that he had come here uh, not under legal circumstances. Um, uh, At the time, it was under the Chinese Exclusion Act when Chinese immigration was not allowed to the U.S. And so he immigrated here after purchasing uh, a birth certificate. Um, But my but his family was left. Uh, And so I I think that's very common of stories that that people come here, uh, came here to work and left their families in Asia and sent uh, sent money back. Later on, uh, both my parents grew up in Hong Kong. They, <clears throat> my father came here for school. My mother later immigrated uh, and so they started dating and got married and, and I was born in uh, the Los Angeles area uh, in the early 1970s. So that's, uh, that's the wild, sort of the wild ride and, and sort of a hopscotching of different generations from Asia to America, which is, which is fascinating to me. Wow, yeah, that's an amazing history. Well, what are some of the ways your family likes to celebrate? We celebrate, you know, just within the family. Um, we celebrate usually with a, a big feast uh, at the very end of the year, like the last day of the year. Uh, and uh, we all, and there are traditional dishes that are that are there. Uh, my mother tends to say, hey, uh, these, uh, they're, they're symbolic dishes, and so we have to have them. Um, some of them may be uh, superstition, some of them may be just tradition that, that people have always eaten that way. Uh, and then the next morning on the, on the very new year, you wear new clothing, um, uh, uh, you might wear red, and then um, uh, you hand out red envelopes uh, to, uh, for, for those people who are married, they hand it out to the younger generation or parents give it to, uh, older parents give it to their kids. And then you have to wish each other um, and uh, happy new year and um, things like, uh, I hope you have a, a, a long life for, <laughs> you usually wish the older people a long life, um, healthy a uh, healthy life. And also uh, if it was a, a child, you'd wish your student um, 
uh, intelligence in your studies. Uh, and also one of my favorites is, um, uh, uh, I hope you uh, have success in 10,000 endeavors, or it, it's very poetic. There's uh, another one is like, I hope you have the spirit of the dragon and the horse or something like that. It's So it's really fantastic. And then um, one of the fun things is the, the, the little red envelopes with money inside. You give uh, people lucky money. Um, and when I was working in, it's, it's less so here in, in the United States, but when I was working in Hong Kong, it's such a, a wonderful custom. Uh, but everybody working in a company would go and try to find the boss because the boss uh, would have to save face and he would have to have give out a good <laughs> a, a good uh, good packet of lucky money with a lot of money in it. So everybody was on the hunt to find the boss. That is really fun. I've never heard of that. Um, I hope you have success in 10,000 endeavors. <laughs> that is very poetic. Who can Thank you very much. And you too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, okay. So in your essay, um, it was really great. It was kind of a tour of um, historic, you know, downtown, uh, historic Chinese history downtown. Um, could you share with me what some of the highlights are for you? I, I think... Um... You know, uh, the, the the lions really sort of are the gateway uh, of that area. And it's it's not a it's not a gigantic area compared to, like, let's say your San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York. But uh, that's the start. And then really what I think is the home base is the, uh, the San Diego Chinese Historical Museum. And that kind of opens up the gateway to understanding what this area really looked like. And inside you have the, the stories about, you know, how how Chinese people um came to San Diego and came to America, and then um, how they lived and, and some of the, the figures, the popular figures who um, were part of the society there. And also you'll see uh, some of the, um, the machinery, the tools that people use to, to get along in their, um, in their daily life. And what struck me was that um, uh, the, the Chinese laundry was such an incredible, um, incredibly common business for for the Chinese people, and it really made sense because, you know, for for immigrants, it, it's a it's still a common immigrant uh, business if you have open up a, a small laundry or a laundromat or a laundry service. It was something that people just, I guess, didn't want to do, and um, and and there's a small map inside the museum that says like. There were these were all the Chinese laundries that were registered in the uh, phone book um, uh, throughout these years, and uh, it was really something that you didn't have to have great language skills; um, you just had to do it well and um, provide this service. And uh, the service was right. You know, it, the comparison you know would be like um, farming or cleaning homes, you know, or, or uh, my father had a donut shop in South Central Los Angeles that was a, you know, and, and donut shops are, you know, the classic immigrant, um, uh, immigrant business now, whether it's Chinese, Cambodian, Thai, uh, all kinds of people. So it's, it's, it's uh, really interesting um, hearing the story, this, this sort of immigrant story and how people make it in a new land. Yeah, absolutely. I, I first came upon the museum. I, I took a walking tour with the Women's History Museum, and it's it's such a beautiful area. You know, it really feels like you're stepping back into the past and the museum itself. There's just so much to learn there. So definitely recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. I, well, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, so there is a lot of Chinese American history in San Diego, but of course, it's not a community of the past. It's a community of the present in our region. Uh, so, so what can you tell me about the community today? Uh, you know, successes and also struggles. 
The community today is, is some, um, you know, it's it's one of, I think you, you hear about it a lot of, of uh, Chinese and other Asians being the model minority. Um, and, you know, to a certain extent, uh, you can find, uh, what, let, me, let, me, let me think about this. We're, we're really dispersed, I feel like. Um, you know, there were restrictions that kept a lot of uh, Asian people in one spot that's south of market. But uh, once uh, people were able to spread out and buy homes, um, and you, you speak to people who are older and live during that time that they were restricted and they, because of a restrictive covenants, they weren't able to buy homes in certain neighborhoods. And now uh, people are spread out all over the place. Uh, I think the the biggest thing that, that the Asian community and the Chinese community comes together for is uh, are, are times like this where you celebrate Chinese New Year or you go out for a meal or um, you, you celebrate uh, different occasions like the Mid-Autumn Festival. And um, and it's a bit more of a challenge to get people together. And, and that's kind of the struggle. And, and hopefully that I can help uh, Chinese people in San Diego uh, come together in certain, in certain ways. Uh, Chinese people, it used to be sort of the working class folks in, in the 1800s. You're leaving um, to find a better life uh, and opportunities weren't really available in China. Now there are people from all over China and it's uh, academic, uh, business people, um, uh, engineers. Uh, uh, and so it's the full gamut of, of uh, uh, Asian society coming to America and somehow um, we, we come together in certain ways. And that's a challenge to figure out how we keep that community together. Well, speaking of coming together, I know that uh, we haven't been able to have a parade downtown for the past couple of years because of COVID. Do you hope that we'll come back next year? And, and in the meantime, are there other ways to celebrate as a community? Yeah, absolutely. I hope uh, that uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that, that that's going to happen in, in uh, 2023. Um, I think one of the things that uh, one of the challenges that that area had is it's it's a little bit smaller. And so uh, people weren't be able to wouldn't be able to social distance as much. But there are other places like uh, uh, the San Diego Tet Festival or the Lunar uh, New Year Festival in, in City Heights. And, you know, to a certain extent, uh, Chinese people have a certain amount of, um, I guess, uh, want to be, be in a Chinese setting. But I, I'm sure uh, there will be other ways to celebrate that we'll find, like the House of China in Balboa Park. They're having uh, a reception as well um, uh, with lion dancers and, and things like that. So I'm, I'm confident that we'll be able to celebrate again in, in a much larger way. Well, Chris, Happy New Year, and thank you so much for joining me. Happy New Year, Christy. Gong hei fa joy.